man. Mm. Child, please. Y'all on Clyde Yorkshire, honey. How y'all doing tonight? Live from God Dog on to Goddamn United States. Guys, you on Clyde Yorkshire? Ooh, do we have a good show for you? Well, we're gonna talk about a few things. First and foremost is Trump's mugshot. I thought it was a good mugshot, probably the best one I've ever seen. I can't imagine what the president is feeling. Um, I can tell you what we're feeling in the black community, especially the black man. We have identified with our commander in chief. We don't tolerate racism. There was a white man that said he would never let a black person stand in his presence and feel lesser. He just won't tolerate it. I feel him. I never let a white person be in my presence and think any sort of guilt. Many of them meet me and think they saw Moses. Guys, you're on Clyde Yorkshire. Please check out my book on uh, Amazon, Kindle, iTunes, Audible. Black women rings around Saturn. Black women. I got some coffee and water here with lemon. I'm going to have a bit of lemon water. Pope and everything is... Whew, good. Refreshing. Man, if you guys keep up with Dennis Prager... mm. Prager Institute, I think I'm going to sign up for that. I'm a dirt doctor man too, myself. You guys ever listen to any of the financial shows or horticulture shows, arbor shows? They are fantastic. You learn a lot. I recommend young black men listen to AM radio, news, weather, traffic, etc. There's a lot of boom, boom, and jing, jing on FM. I'm not that old, but... You know, a lot of it is not useful. I like to play my own music. Time warped into yesterday. I miss yesterday. It's not unusual to have love for anyone. Guys, get your cocktail dresses out. Get some cocktail sauce. You got some seafood, some wine, some champagne. You're on tonight with Clyde Yorkshire. Feel good. Wherever you are, downtown, uptown, out of town. Mm. It's good to be here tonight. How are you? Fantastic. Make sure you Gmail me at Cloud Yorkshire. Even Ebony Republicans. We got a great show for you tonight. We want to start this thing off correctly. I know how to do it. And I'm, we're going to do it. I know how to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to use white women on this show to make a very valid point. White women are very welcome on this show. We love them. We're going to interview many, many, and tons of them. Might even have a nice host. You guys are going to love that. We are actually doing the right thing by the American people and by the citizens of this great country. Isn't it nice to see a patriotic black man every now and then? Nice black cop, black... uh, black citizen, as they call them, 
Love is country. Is it a coincidence that I see more patriotic black men than black women? Let's start this off correctly. Shout out to my white women in the building tonight. What's up? You're in Clyde Yorkshire. Love you too, mama. Mwah. There's a Take a listen to a passage in my book where we talk about an experience. Is that okay? Let's see if we can pull that up for you guys. You got to bear with me here. I have to find it. I should be more organized. But uh, we were Diana in a, di- in a diner. Uh, let's try here. Come on. The Diner and Diana Walkman. With the tragedy of the... Guys, you're on Clyde Yorkshire. You're on Clyde Yorkshire. We're going to be listening to a few clips of my book, Black Woman Rings Around Saturn. I'm going to try to find something for you. I want you to take a listen to this. Hold on. A black Christian woman divorcing the black man and marrying the State Department. Hold on. ...programs and employment in exchange for our vote. These are just temporary handouts, parting gifts. Like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, this, my heart dropped. I had so many friends in Brooklyn. The house would be ready in three weeks, but our landlord wanted us out by the end of the week. He had a couple who was paying cash. The welfare department took too long to pay our landlord. The landlord had given my older sister a final notice to give to my mother. He was going to lock the door at the end of the week. I was listening to my mother's conversation but I couldn't ascertain much. I was pissed off. Y'all good? After party, Aisha Yvette. My generation is in a unique moment in time where the veil of ignorance is being lifted. How's that? Its own liabilities with no generational assets, just liquidated ignorance. I gave the boys one buck. Supporting black businesses using their God-given talents and abilities is very important. You ready? Yonkers 2 Live Crew Subway. I snapped out of my vision. I heard a tap on my window. The first time I had drunk so much. Yvette walked up to me in the middle of the dance floor. She walked right between my legs and straight in my ear with her tongue. She asked him with dude. Dice had found him some pretty She was pretty. Yvette was dancing with Dice. Everybody fair. I'm calling the police. Here we go. That it is hard to notice the blessings of America. The next morning, I walked Aisha and the girls to their car. They left at 8 a.m. We exchanged information and kissed for like five minutes. Her sister and friend kept calling us lovebirds as they pulled off. She took my heart with her. 
Our taxi pulled up shortly after. We didn't stay to clean up. We made it to the subway at 9 a.m. and had a long ride back to Brooklyn. Everybody hopped the turnstile. The clerk in the token booth said on the loudspeaker, pay your fare, I'm calling the police. I watched the clerk pick up the phone. The train was nowhere in sight. My heart was beating fast. We were the only black kids on the platform. The other nationalities were Hispanic and white. Segregation was a big part of American culture, like the Confederate flags and monuments. The older generations of black people have been conditioned to accept this way of life. The younger generation is naive to the facts of life under the veil of ignorance. After party, Aisha Yvette. My generation is in a unique moment in time where the veil of ignorance is being lifted. The American dream has flocked plastic bag and fed the pigeons on the platform at first. Already? Here we go. I thought the woman was nut to me without a care in the world. They did the is we can't face reality. Everybody sat down on the benches in the middle of the train platform. I never took my eyes off the clerk. An older white woman observed us kids illegally riding the train. The woman walked in my direction. She asked, why didn't you pay your fare? My friend started laughing at the fact that the white woman was questioning me without a care in the world. They didn't take it seriously. The woman looked right into my soul with her deep blue piercing eyes and reached into her purse and pulled out a $20 bill. My heart was racing so fast, I thought she was reaching for a police badge. The white woman said to me with authority, take this money and go pay the fare of all those kids. I did just what she told me to do before the woman closed her purse. I could smell the scent of peppermint coming from the bag, just like my grandmother. The closer I got to the token booth, the better I felt. After I paid everybody's fare, the woman told me to keep the change. I was the only one to say thank you. I kept staring at the woman from head to toe. I didn't understand why she had helped us. I was confused and grateful. The lady took out from her bag some bread in a Ziploc plastic bag and fed the pigeons on the platform at first. I thought the woman was nuts, but then I realized the white little old lady was just trying to fix the little things wrong with the world. I looked down the tracks and saw the train coming. A bright white... Y'all all right? I wanted you to see that interaction I had as a kid with a white woman that my friends was laughing at and it almost seemed like a very serious, scary situation. Which turned out to be just a misunderstanding and we were blessed actually by this woman. That part you gotta notice in the book. Let's see if we got one get one more for you. Light was moving very fast in our direction. You ready? We're worth it. The black community in America, strategically located near oil refineries and chemical power plants, suffered. These boys were acrobats and could put the circus out of business Ready? for the next 10 generations. As a result, my generation is wandering in the wilderness at the mercy of the Democrat and Republicans, entertaining the world for a bag of money. The industries of sports, music, television community that deserve deeper context 99.9% .9 of the black existence on this portion, incarceration, housing injustices. The system made the primary perpetrator of our 
I walked up to the stairs and out of the subway onto the street, feeling like a new man with $8 in my pocket. I stopped at a local diner outside the Kingston Throop train station. I had only passed this place a hundred times. Not once had I ever seen a black person inside, but hungry and naive, I walked right in and sat down. I was the only so-called Negro, not that the term African was any better, both Latin terms. All eyes were on me. Maybe I'd been naive my entire life. Innocent, some might say. I had always seen white people as harmless and non-threatening. My generation had never felt the real anxiety or racism the previous generations had dealt with. I was born in New York City, or the North, to be correct. It's modern-day slavery. The only young person in the joint was a young white girl waiting tables. She had to be at least 16 with working papers. She came to my table and poured me a glass of OJ. I didn't know what to order, but everything looked great. I ordered bacon and eggs with a side of hash browns and two waffles. All of that came to $6, extremely impressive. I waited for my food, thinking about the night before and my mother's reaction. All kinds of excuses came to my mind. The best one was that I had fallen asleep watching a movie at my friend's house. My food came to the table nice and hot. I was starving, metaphorically. My eyes were bigger than my belly. I poured half of the table condiments onto my plate, salt and pepper, ketchup. My pancakes were swimming in syrup. My face looked like an easel painted with sauce. The waitress came over to check on me. She asked, how's the food? I nodded yes. As she refilled my cup with orange juice, she poured it very slow, lifting the container high and lowering it down. I stopped to look around. I forgot other people were in the diner. All eyes were on me. Every white family was looking in my direction, smiling like they were in a photo shoot. One couple passed by my table and dropped $20 near my plate and kept walking. Another older white woman came up to my table and squeezed my cheeks and placed $10 on the table. I was confused. The waitress brought out more food. She removed my plate and placed another round of food. I wasn't worried about the cost, but I called the waitress over to my table to ask for the check. She told me somebody had paid already with a $50 bill and brought me the change. No kidding. I was freaked out, but I kept on eating. The jukebox was playing. Someone picked the song, Then He Kissed Me by The Crystals. I felt like it brought life to the diner. The music was nice. The next song that played was The Tokens, The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Then Bob Darren's Dream Lover. This diner was classy. Everyone that left said bye after they finished dancing. I was well fed with 60 bucks in my pocket. White people were all right with me. The Bee Gees More Than a Woman was the last song to play. The waitress asked me what school I attended and how old I was. She was cute and nosy. I told her PS 183. All right, guys. So sorry I took you through that brutal, brutal, brutal little. Uh... <laughs> was it? Was it that bad? <sighs> Yikes! So that was one of my favorite parts of the book, by the way. When I go into the diner and. Um, you walk in and it's like all of these white persons sitting down and you're like, he's looking at like this little kid walks in and like, 
sitting down, and I'm like, wanting something to drink and want something to eat. Their faces, some of them serious, some of them with a smile, some of them, some of them in between. But in a matter of two minutes, they all smile on cue. Like if they tell each other, like, dude, smile. You better smile. Dude, don't you even try it. Sounds kind of weird, but it's not. Well, you don't really notice it, because like me, I'm just like, I guess I hate So it's like, actually, I felt like because all of these white people in here, nobody's going to beat me up or shoot me or anything bad. White people will call the cops on you. They'll tell. Good. The older you get, you don't want nobody banging on you and beating you up. So hell, I'll call the police too, goddammit. That's how I kind of seen white people. I've never just seen them as like, um, should I apologize for seeing the world the way I've seen it? But like I said, those are some cool parts of the book that could probably be just kind of glossed over. But when you back it up and you listen to it again or read it again, you go, oh, okay, I, I see what you're talking about. And the music was amazing, and they paid for my food, and sitting up in there, you know, this lady comes over, squeezes my cheeks. I can't speak for yesterday, but I can tell anybody in the world with confidence. White people care for you. They love you. And they would not wish harm to the black community. I'm telling you that. There comes a time where we have to realize that we have to leave the earth better than when we found it. Right? Some of you are scared to let go and you're living in a sort of, I don't know, circus life. Everything for you is rehearsed. It's it's kind of corny. I'm sorry. You know, I know, we know. It's time to step out of the act, the circus. And it's time for us to really raise the level of consciousness and awareness patriotism and major social support for economic and domestic improvement. We have to become people who are on the side of our own fellow countrymen.
There's nothing wrong with loving people all over the world. But when we as Americans, those of us that are left, that knows what it means to be that old-fashioned American, don't you ever let that go, black or white. Don't you ever let that go because they want to take it from you. They want to take it from you. Don't you let it go. Guys, we'll be right back. Too. Wasn't that nice? Wasn't that nice? I liked that, didn't that, didn't you? Dude, you, oh my God. You can just make love to that, couldn't you? Hold on, let me tell you the scene. Seriously, yo, look. Talking about a 1956 Chevy or something, you know what I mean? For it, I don't know, depending on what you're doing, but shine up, you know? Just five. It's a summer night. Hell, there's a breeze, and I feel like it's swept in from California. Everything in the economy is cheap. Life is progressing. You meet this college girl. Trying to be an activist. Trying to 
fix the things wrong in the world, do philanthropy, donate to African charities. And she runs into you, who's doing the work as well. Social reform, a community. Bringing us together. So you sit out for a cup of coffee. And you're talking about this interview we're gonna do. And the atmosphere is just so contagious. We're young and we're innocent, like now. And we look at each other and we fall in love with each other's features because we're the opposite. She's a white woman, straight, 100%. Good genes, good family, good everything. It's a great deal. Ivy League shit. And you know damn well you're the sword of the earth. <laughs> Ain't nothing like it. Class, Clyde Yorkshire, you heard me? And you guys stroll down the street, down the boulevard, not really worried about any racist stuff. You ain't thinking about that tonight. Like uh, Ice Cube said, you know, today was a good day. You know, nothing happened. It's unusual, straight. Sunset Boulevard, isn't it? I'll tell you the rest of the story. Hold on. nice interview and everything right it's really cool and they recorded and they're gonna do like this documentary so the black guy he's like a whole scientist this guy knows about like astrology um quantum physics um germination just like science shit you know what I mean like ions and whatnot and ionosphere and you just extremities, <laughs> okay? Aquatic shit, uh, marine, whatever. He's got a full, uh, full thing here going on here, pal. So they anyway, but they're talking about social shit and like the future of greatness and everything, and they're like loving their activism. What a way, girl! Fucking fighting for social justice and a fucking black. Amazing goddamn man. I say that with pride. I don't say that with like hesitation. My whole black dude. Yo, let me get a double. You heard? So he says, listen, let's do the second interview in a more 
private place. Yeah. Let's just go for it. You down? Well, what do you got to buy? I got a ranch. Grandparents' ranch. Go over there. They're always out working and shit like that. In the evening, they, you know, everything is done and there's a lot of space and whatnot. And we can kind of just get the energy to just kind of set up and, you know, shoot. They, they won't mind. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. So we get out there on the ranch. She brings her jeans and boots. We're going to be out there. You bring your shit, you know. And uh, hell, <laughs> we already might as well get a beer. You understand me? And uh... one summer night, I kissed your lips. One summer night, I held you close. You and I. So they do the interview, right? And it is totally awesome. They freaking nail it. Do you hear me? The energy, the atmosphere, um, the surrounding makes it even better, right? All the amazing sounds and whatnot. So... They're getting ready to go, and as they're walking back and, you know, looking at the, you know, the terrain and, the, you know, just the, this is nice. This is, this is like, awesome, right? And then, well, yeah. And social justice, straight up. Goddamn uh, land, you know what I mean? Having a good damn time. And he says... But um, I uh, I enjoy talking to you. So oh, me too, you know. It's incredible, and you feel free. You feel that you somehow got a chance to say something. that gives you reassurance inside, you know you're not racist. You know you're not bigoted. You know you have no hate, no animosity. It's like, did you just feel what I felt? Like, Dr. King must have felt this. She's like, dude, totally, are you kidding me? Hell yeah. And it's like, we'll do the last little bit of this video maybe next week sometime and she goes well, are, you, are you busy this week and he's like no I don't want to waste your time and you know waste my time 
we should have finished this right now. Now? Yeah. So they go in the cabin, get the fire going, you know, a little wine and whatnot. And they're talking. Now, what's coming out of these conversations is the solutions and what will be tomorrow. It's just a prototype. And so you really wind up seeing that, honestly, it does work out better to furnish our society, our schools, our culture with good suggestions, togetherness, and not division. You learned that from those conversations and that you was running the whole time from some sort of racial talk that you think black people owe you, like the birds and the bees. And you're wrong the whole time. It was just a relief session that both parties needed. So it makes the world go round. That's what we're talking about. So they finish up the video, everything. It's ready to have some edits and whatnot. Like, dude, it's kind of late. We iced it. And she's like, shut up. He's like, okay. The end. You know, when somebody says, leave the world better than what you found it, I took that serious. And that's why I always make sure that I leave and I imprint two white women specifically, but white people in general, anybody that crosses my path. Christian, Jew, it doesn't matter. You owe me nothing but to show love, respect and honor. Let's put away all of this foolishness. It's a waste of people's time. We can do better than this. A lot of things to clean up from homelessness on down. Now look, now I know you want me to open up the, open up the story again. They always do. But I leave some things to your imagination. How do you feel we can make some changes? What the hell are we doing wrong? <laughs> Child, listen at here. Look, 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 look. Hey, okay. See, some of us are scared to live. I've said this before. Everybody wants to read the Bible, but nobody wants to be in the Bible. And no one knew that they were being recorded when the Bible was being recorded. They didn't know they was going to be some damn book. People talking about your experience. They didn't inform them of that. Of that. Jesus didn't walk up to the disciples and say, hey, you guys out here fishing. I'm going to record this in the Bible later on. So you guys, just so you guys know, you're being recorded. Because they didn't know that. 
So how do you know that what we're doing is not being recorded in some shape, form, or fashion? And if you do know that, why don't you do what you need to do to get the best results out of the time you have? And that's where bringing this country together. This is a shame that a country with this much wealth and with a history of what everybody's been through, that people are okay with just letting things kind of just spin out of control. We've got to be able to do better than that. We've got to do better than that. You know it and I know it. We've got to do better than that. What do you guys think? Should go out of bang or what? What y'all got? Oh, man. I love you, too. Come on, say, let me do what I do. You understand me? I got to do what I got to do. Y'all hear me? I got my own... I got my own thing that I do. Y'all will love it. This is how I do it. Put some respect on a black man name. You hear? I never feel uncomfortable talking about if I, if I, if I'm just, you know, I be shooting the shit with y'all, making y'all, you know, entertain and stuff. We having a good time. That's what this is about. That's what this is about. Don't take things too serious. But I'm gonna tell you something. I never feel out of pocket that I'm anywhere I don't belong. Is you crazy? I know where I come from. Try. I keep saying she'll be back. But today, again, I've lied. Oh, I see her face everywhere I go on the street and even at the picture show. Have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? Guys, I like stuff like that. I always picture, man, what if back in the days I was just, man, macking like them brothers, brother. Just living my life with the sound systems, man. Oh, man. They, they, the music was dope, guys. Whew. Man, man. Listen. 
that, that's why I keep it real, man. Previous generation. Guys, let's end it on this note. It's just vibing, you know what I'm saying? That's the purpose. I have to drag you into my world sometimes. You know, like, do you love me? Do you want me? Are you gonna call me like you said you would? Is this really your real phone number? But you know, I'm a man now, baby. You know, I'm going for the best, guys. Seriously. When I say the best, I mean the whole best. Hear me? Oh, shit. I, look. I just can't be with you. I tried everything to occupy. I'm sorry, if I was married to a white woman with a whole ring on and everything and matrimony of God and everything, dude, I'm making love to her to this song. I'm like, babe, can I play a song? Oh, sure, of course you I'm like, all right, let, let me put it on first to record. You ready, babe? Go on, let's go. I'm about to give you a whole soul experience, you hear me? Like, I used to think about immature things. <laughs> we you on know, a like, podcast, you hear me? Do you love me? Do you want me? This is Are you gonna call me? Like girl, you you heard? Is this really your real phone number? I'm worried about tonight. I'm not worried about anybody else. But you got color. You getting smashed to this man. song, fam. And I to the groove, to the beat. <laughs> the the image. Oh shit, Jimmy. You gonna get rid of the night. Sometimes I just can't help thinking living without you, baby. See, sometimes I just can't live crying about you, baby. I'm not weary about a dog on me. I 
girl, go ahead. He, he go get that rhythm girl. <laughs> Yo, I'm messing with y'all tonight, family. Listen, I'm a star. I'm, I'm a, I do sci-fi, okay? Chill, right? I'm doing the most. Gotta make you laugh a little bit. We can just talk about the indictments if you like. <laughs> uh, yeah, we out of here, man. I'm good. Jeez.